Psalm 61 in verse number 2. We read, David says, from the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, David said, lead me to the rock. Not a rock, but David says, the rock. Notice here, that is higher than I. Here in Psalm 61, David seeks God in a time of trouble in his life. For David declares in verse 2 once again, and let's get this, I want to focus in on verse 2 just for a little while. David said, when my heart is overwhelmed. I was interested in that phrase David said, when my heart is overwhelmed. Now, you and I know David to be a man after God's own heart. We know David to be the king that God anointed to be over Israel. Well, we find him now in a time in his life when he cried unto God, when my heart is overwhelmed. I want to look just for a few moments, just brief in the way of introduction on David's heart. He said it's overwhelmed. When you and I read across in verse number 2, the word heart, it speaks of the inner man of David. David said when the inner man is overwhelmed. That word heart also mentions the mind of David. David said when my mind or the inner man is overwhelmed. David desired one thing and that is that God would lead him to one place one particular place, and that was the rock. We find here when we read across the word overwhelmed. That word overwhelmed means covered with grief, sorrow, or trouble. We hear, here we find in verse number two, David said, when my heart is overwhelmed or covered with grief, sorrow and trouble. Here do we find in verse number two, David is weighted down with grief. The inner man of David is weighted down with grief. David's mind here in verse number two is weighted down with grief. He is weighted down with sorrow and weighted down with trouble. You mean to tell us this morning, David, a man after God's own heart, is in this circumstance in his life? Well, my friend, sure he is. Why? Because he's serving one that is higher than all, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. And when one, when one finds themselves pursuing after God and running after God, and one 
want God to use them like never before. There will be a time in their life, maybe more than once, when you and I say the exact words of David, when our heart is overwhelmed, when the inner man is weighted down with grief or weighted down with sorrow or weighted down with trouble. David said, I'll do but one thing, and that is I'll desire that God will lead me to one place, and that is the rock. And just for a few moments, I want to preach on how to overcome being overwhelmed. A place you and I will be at some point in our life will be weighted down. The inner man will be weighted down with grief, weighted down with sorrow, weighted down with trouble. But here we find David desiring one thing. And I want to look just a few moments at this thought, how to overcome overwhelmed. First of all, let's look at the distress of David, the distress of David. Now, notice this morning that uh, Psalm 61 is uh, not a mountaintop experience for David's life, for David is now uh, in a spot of trouble. David is in a a spot in his life where the inner man is uh, being weighted down uh, with grief, weighted down uh, uh, with sorrow. And it seems like David cannot get uh, uh, under, uh, from under this weight of pressure uh, on his life. So I want to look at the distress of David. What does David do uh, in a time of distress or a time of uh, trouble in his life? What what do we find David doing when his heart is overwhelmed, uh, when his heart is weighted down uh, with grief, sorrow, and trouble? Well, we go back to verse number one and we find David here uh, does but one thing uh, when he's overwhelmed he goes to God uh, with a true heart of full assurance of faith we do not we do not we do not find David running to any other source we do not find David looking to anybody else other than the Lord himself notice here uh, we find David goes no doubt with a true heart Expecting God to help him. Expecting God to help him in his life. David David did not go to God. Not expecting God to help him. And I want to say oftentimes in our life, when we're overwhelmed with grief, when we're overwhelmed with trouble or sorrow, we find ourselves going to God as well. But what we lack is going to him expecting him to move and expecting him to do a work in our life so what we can learn from David's life in a a heart that is overwhelmed that he went to God in prayer expecting God to help him expecting God to come to his very need David was looking for a help like no other help a help that would settle a help that would settle the overwhelmed heart of 
David. Can I tell you this morning, there wasn't nobody else David could go to that knew how to settle the heart of David. There wasn't no physician that David could go to that could settle the very heart of David. There wasn't no pill that David could take to settle the overwhelmed heart of David. Why is that? Because nobody knew what David was going through other than his Lord. So what did David do when his heart was overwhelmed? We find him pursuing God. We find him praying to God. We find him running to God and pouring out his life before him and here expecting God to move in his life. And notice here what we find that David's doing. David is going to God for a help that would take David to higher heights. That would get David out from under this weight of sorrow. Out from under this weight of grief or trouble that he was in. We see in verse number one is God. And only God that David is crying out to. Let's read it in verse number one. Hear my cry, oh God. David takes his prayer right to the throne room of God. David here in a time of trouble. David here. Now think about where you and I are at uh, today. What all happened this past week? I want you to think. David here is in a time of trouble. A time of great grief. A time of great sorrow. We do not find David running up and down the streets tearing stuff up. But we do find David going to God in prayer. You know what you and I need to do and America needs to do besides protest and tear things up? We need to fall back on our face before God for He is the only one that's in control. And David knew that in this time of trouble in his life, in this time of great great grief in his life, that God would be the only one to help him. And God would be the only one that overruled this weight that was pressuring in on his life. Now I want to tell you, in 2021, God's the same as he was in Psalms chapter number 61. He's still on the throne. He's still in control. He's still all mighty. And here we find David pursuing God in prayer. For David knew if he would have went to any other source that he would have failed. But David went straight to God. Notice here. Notice here in verse number 1. David says, Hear my cry, O God. Then notice what he said in verse number 1. Attend unto my prayer. That word attend there means to hearken or to give heed or to incline. David's asking God through prayer, Lord, hearken to my cry. Lord, give heed to my cry. Lord, uh, Lord, incline your ear unto my cry. David knew his prayer was in vain if God would not hearken 
under his cry. So David, in a time of distress, is found crying out to God, is found pursuing God in prayer. In the midst of David's problems, David is found praying and praying to God. That's a good lesson to learn from David's life, that when trouble came, he did not run from from his troubles, but he went to the one that could help him through his trouble, and that was God. David was lifting up his voice in verse number one to the one that was in full control of everything around David's life. You believe this morning God's a sovereign God. Everything that happens is because He allows it to happen. And David knew that whatever he was going through in his life, whatever caused him to be overwhelmed in his heart, he knew that God allowed it and God caused it to happen. So David's going to the one that's in control and he says, Lord, hearken to my cry. Lord, look unto my cry. David's lifting up his voice to the one in full control and the one that is in full authority. David, in verse number one, did the wisest thing one can do when in trouble, and that's pray. I spoke with people this week, said, I don't know what to do. There seems like there's nothing else to do. Child of God, when there seems like there's nothing else to do, there's always something you and I can do. And that is pray to God. Notice here the distress of David in verse number one. He still prayed. He cried unto God. But then notice in verse number two, the distance of David. The distance of David. David's distress seemed to make David feel that he was a little distance from God. You say, well, I thought David was whole. I thought he was a man after God's own heart. If you've ever had a heart that's been overwhelmed, you know that you feel, and I feel the same way, distance from God. You feel like God's just a thousand miles away from your trouble. Well, notice what David said that will help our heart that when you and I, when you and I are in a spot that we're overwhelmed. Notice what David said in verse number two. He says, from the end of the earth, from the end of the earth, will I cry unto thee. Then he says, when my heart is overwhelmed. Oh, this is David's going to do when he's in that valley. I want to say this, it's easy to do this on the mountaintop. But when you and, and one begins to do it in the valley, it takes faith. It takes faith for often time in the valley of our life that fear will begin to rise up in our life. And fear will always keep one from praying, but faith will always pursue one to pray. And David here is pursuing God, even though, even though his heart being overwhelmed has felt like David is now distanced from God. He said here, from the end of the earth will I cry unto Thee. With this expression, David proclaims regardless of what state that he is in 
or wherever the storm of life may take him, David would still pray. David may have been distant from many things. David may have been distant from his own house. David may have been distanced from the house of God. But David knew that whatever state he was in, there was nothing, nothing going to distance him from getting a hold of God and lifting up his voice in prayer. For David knew that he did not have to distance himself from God in the midst of trouble. For he did not limit God to a location. Many people think they've got to be in a certain, uh, certain place to pray. Many people think they've got to be in God's house to pray. Or many people think if they're in the valley, they can't pray. But can I tell you that what David did, he did not limit God on wherever David was in his life. No matter how dark the days was, no matter how dark the nights was, David did not distance himself from God. For David said in verse number 2, From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. David said, whatever location I'm in, no matter how deep the valley may be or how high the mountain is, David said, I know that I can get a hold of God. Now I want to tell you this morning, you may be overwhelmed for what all's going on in your life or what's going on around us. But you and I must know as a child of God, there's no trouble, there's no grief, there's no heartache or pain that's going to distance us from getting a hold of God. For David knew, David knew he served a God that had no limits. That's where a lot of us go wrong this morning. Oftentimes in our trouble, we look at our trouble. Oh, David could have looked at his heart being overwhelmed. David could have looked at how heavy the weight was, how deep the valley was. And David could have put limits on God. Well, can I tell you this morning, don't look at how big the problem is. Don't look at how big the mess is in Washington, but you look to God and how big God is. Don't look at how big a virus may be, but remember we serve a God that is bigger than all and above all. And David in the time in his life when his heart was overwhelmed, he did not put a limit on God. But he trusted Him with everything that he had. Notice here we find not only David's distress, not only David's distance, he said, I'll still pray. But then we notice David's direction, the direction of David. David said in verse number two, notice what he said, when my heart is overwhelmed. When David's heart was weighted down with grief, sorrow, and trouble. If you've been there before, you think, and I think the same way, you don't know which direction to go. You don't know which way to turn or which direction to go. Well, I want to tell you this morning, that's what we find in David's life when David was overwhelmed. A man after God's own heart, David here felt like he did not know what direction to go. He didn't know to turn right or to turn left. But notice what we find David doing when his heart is overwhelmed in verse number 
number two, he said, lead me to the rock. Not a rock, but it's the rock this morning. It is the Lord Jesus Christ. And when David's heart was overwhelmed, weighted down with the cares of life, weighted down with trouble, David said, I've got to seek direction. I've got to seek one to guide me here. I've got to seek one that will pick me up and carry me over my troubles. And I want to tell you, David sought after the right one. David sought after one that would not lead him the wrong way. That would not necessarily necessarily lead him out of his troubles, but would lead him through his troubles to the other side of victory. And notice here what we find David saying, lead me to the rock. David prays for guidance. And what better one is there to guide us than the Lord himself? The rock. The rock. David does not say a rock, but the rock. The rock refers to the Lord. Psalms chapter number 18 and verse number 2. David says, The Lord is my rock. The rock there speaks of strength. When David found himself in a circumstance in his life where his heart was overwhelmed, the inner man that speaks of the heart. David said that we could say that David was saying and searching for something that would strengthen the inner man. I want to tell you, in 2021, you may can go to a store and buy something that will strengthen the outer man. But you'll never find something on a shelf that'll strengthen the inner man. And what David's doing here when his time in his life, when he's overwhelmed, he's asking for guidance. He's asking to be led to the rock, which is referring to strength. And notice here this statement David uses in verse number two. Notice what he says that is higher than I. Now, notice this. Notice this. David said, Lead me to the rock. That is higher than I. Well, the rock refers to God. Notice here. So David says, lead me to one that is higher than I. When you and I are in a spot that our heart is overwhelmed, we need to look to one that has higher wisdom than you and I do. Because oftentimes when our heart is overwhelmed, we as humans often take the wrong turn. We often go down a wrong road. We often make wrong decisions. So David said, my heart is overwhelmed. My inner man is weighted down with grief, sorrow, and trouble. But David said, I've got to look to one that is higher higher than I. you got to think about it. David here is king of Israel in Psalms chapter number 61. David said, I've got to look to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. David said, I've got to look to one that is higher than the angels. David said, I've got to look to one that is higher than heaven itself. David said, I've got to look to the Lord for that's where David's strength was coming from. The rock refers to the Lord. David said, I've got to look to one higher than I. That is the Lord. David said, I've got to look to, notice what he said in verse number two, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. That rock also means strength. David said, lead me to a strength that is higher than my strength. 
Lead me to a strength that surpasses my strength. Lead me to God that will strengthen me to get through this time that my heart is overwhelmed. Is that not a good prayer that David prays? It's a prayer of wisdom. Asking God to lead him and take him to higher strengths. Take him to, take him to higher levels in his walk with the Lord. Then to go down with me to verse number three. This is what David does to overcome an over, a heart that is overwhelmed. We see his distress. In a time of distress, he's praying to God. In a time of distress, he's pursuing God in prayer. In a time, in a time that his heart is overwhelmed, we find David. We find David. He does not limit God. And verse number two, it does not matter the distance that David is from God. He will not limit him. And then in verse number two, we also find David wanting direction from God when his heart is overwhelmed. And then go with me to verse number three, we find the dwelling of David. The dwelling of David. Now if you and I, if you and I as children of God are ever going to overcome a heart that will be overwhelmed, we must do what David did in verse number one, two, but also three. Notice what he said in verse number three. For thou hast been. When you read that, and I read that. For thou hast been. David in the midst of his heart being overwhelmed, he is not dwelling on the present problem. But David, we find in verse number 3, looking back on the past, David said, for thou hast been. He did not say thou will be, but he said thou hast been. Notice what he said in verse number 3. A shelter for, for notice here, uh, for a shelter for me. A strong tower. From the enemy. So what what do you and I have to do? Well, if you and I are going to overcome a heart that is overwhelmed, we must follow the steps of David. What does he do? He does not dwell on the present problem, but he dwells on the past victories that God has brought him through. David's dwelling on that shelter that God's put him in when his heart was overwhelmed before. Notice here. Notice here. We find here that the shelter, David says, for thou hast been a shelter for me. That shelter speaks of a place of protection. It also speaks of hope and trust. David said, even though his heart is overwhelmed, he said, lead me to a rock that is higher than I. Then he begins to dwell on what God's done for him in the past. He says, for thou hast been a shelter. Thou hast been a protection. But that word shelter also means a hope and a trust. David, in our words this morning, David said, no matter how big the grief may be, no matter how heavy the trouble may be, David said, I know I can look back to God and I hoped in Him before, and I'm going to hope in Him again. David said, no matter how big the weight of problems may be, 
David said, I've trusted in him before and he can trust in him again. I want to tell you this morning, we've been through some things here in the church and if we can trust in him through many days gone by, we can trust in him in the events that will happen before. God has never failed and he never will fail. What, what made David, what made David overcome this heart that was overwhelmed? Because he looked to what God could do. And he looked at what God has already done. And he never limited God. Then notice what David said in verse number 3. Not only was God a shelter for him in days gone by. But God has been a strong tower for him in days gone by. For when Satan sought to destroy David's life. David knew it was God that watched over him. David knew it was God that covered him and sheltered him from the power of his enemy. Now, I don't know about you this morning, but it seems like when we're in a, we're in a circumstance where our heart is overwhelmed, we feel weak. We feel like we're a weak target for the enemy himself. Well, I want to tell you this morning, David thought the same way in verse number three, or two rather, when he said, my heart is overwhelmed. David began to think that he's a weak, he's an easy target for the enemy. He's an easy target for the enemy to come and devour his life. But then he began to ponder on what God has already done for him. That God was his shelter in days gone by, and God was his strong tower in days gone by. And God would be the same for him today. Notice here the desire of David. The desire of David. We find in verse number one the distress of David. Verse number two the distance of David. Verse number two the direction of David. Verse number three the dwelling of David. But here, here the desire of David did not change. When David was on a mountaintop experience, or David was in a place where his heart was overwhelmed, David still desired two things in his life that would get him through whatever whatever problem may arise in his life. Read verse number four. He said, I will. Not that I may or I might. David said, I will. I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. David said, I will abide in thy tabernacle that is, that tabernacle is the house, the house of God. David said, I will abide in the house of God. The place David is looking for, the place that David is desiring is a place of divine and public worship. A place of divine and public worship. It is a place that David desired and determined always to be in the tabernacle of the Lord. Psalms chapter number 27 in verse number 5. The Bible says, For in the time of trouble, in the time of trouble, He shall hide me in His pavilion. In the secret of His tabernacle shall He hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. Psalms 23 in verse number 6 David said surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life 
and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. David desired, David desired the house of God in his life. When his heart was overwhelmed, when his heart was weighted down with grief, when his heart was weighted down with trouble and sorrow, David desired to be in God's house, in God's house. And then notice here, in verse number 4 of Psalm 61, David said, I will trust in the comfort of thy wings. David desired to place his trust in the Lord. David desired to place his trust in the Lord. Notice here, he says, I trust in the comfort of thy wings. Go with me to Psalms 57. Psalms 57 and verse number 1. David said here again, when he fled from Saul in the cave, David said, be merciful unto me, O God. Be merciful unto me, for my soul trusteth in thee, in the shadow of thy wings. David here, David here desired to get in the shadow of God's wings. What's that mean, preacher? David desired in his time when his heart was overwhelmed to get as close as he could to God. In the shadow. I want to say this morning, you won't find, you won't see my shadow unless I come lean over you. You won't see one's shadows unless one come and leans over you or get close to you. So here David, so here David, when his heart is overwhelmed, he's desiring to get in the shadow of God's wings. He's desiring to get in a place where God will just come and lean over him and protect him and help him. And then notice what David said in Psalms 51 verse 1. He says, in the shadow of thy wings will I make my refuge. He wants to get in the presence of God. He wants God to lean over his life. He wants God to put his arms around him. And then notice what David says in Psalms 57, verse number one. Will I make my refuge until these, like this, until these calamities be overpassed? David said, until these calamities be overpassed. You know what that word calamity means? It means noisome. David was living in noisome days. It means perverse things and very wickedness. It seems like this morning David's in a spot that you and I are in, in a world that sure has calamities. Sure is a noisy world. No one can agree on nothing. No one can find help, it seems like, in nothing. It is a perverse thing. We're living in a perverse time. We're living in perverse days. We're living in very wicked days. Well, what did David do when it seemed like his heart was overwhelmed? He said, in thy shadow of thy wings, he said, I will. He said, I will make my refuge. David said, I'm going to go to one source and I'm going to get to where God can lean over me. He said, I'm going to get to where God 
hand is over my life. And God's shadow is surrounding me. If you want to get in the shadow of God's wings, you got to get close to Him. You got to get down close to Him. You got to get down low where God can lean over your life and help you in a time of calamity or a time when one's heart is overwhelmed. How to overcome overwhelmed is running to God in prayer and seeking God to shadow you with His presence as we're standing.